So we're all about taking you to the next level today. So how do you move from having painful performance conversations to painless performance conversations? The first thing is to realise that performance is an ongoing part of the landscape in any workplace and it is part of your role as a manager. So if you don't have the conversation, then who will? It is not HR's job to have your conversations for you. They can help you and support you, of course, but as soon as you hand the conversation over, you look like a weak manager. So you need to take the lead. You need to look like a leader and sound like a leader. And you need to have practiced the skills you need beforehand, not just once, but many times, so that when you need to use them, they are there for you, and then you can do your best. So that toolkit of skills and practicing them is incredibly important. Now your first step in going to the next level is self-awareness. Self-awareness is your key to growth. So you need to know your style when it comes to performance conversations and be honest with yourself about this. There are two very common patterns when it comes to performance conversation. So here's a question for you. Are you an avoider or a controller? Think about that for a moment and be honest with yourself. Now the ways you'll know your style is through what you're saying to yourself about the situation, the stories you're telling yourself about the other person and what you do in the performance conversation. And without awareness, you won't know what you're thinking or what your pattern might be. So you need to know the signs. So what are the signs? You're an avoider if you're afraid of what might happen if you raise the issue. Or you secretly hope the issue will just go away. Or you think you don't have time to have the conversation. You're more worried about hurting their feelings than resolving the issue, or worried that they won't like you. Or you begin to avoid the employee altogether or can't be yourself around them. Or you wish someone else would fix it. And your fear keeps you from acting. Now there's no judgement here in any of this. This is really about awareness and awareness of patterns. Now this avoidance style used to be me until I learnt and practised the skills. I'm someone who loves harmony. I don't like conflict at all. So I was a big avoider until I learnt and practised the skills. Now you can't change something you're not aware of. And avoidance is a state of flight, meaning your amygdala is in charge, that part of your brain, that primitive part of your brain is in charge. And remember, this is not your best work. So you're a controller if you tell people what they should do, or you think your solution is the only solution, or you get impatient and frustrated easily with others, or you move to threats quickly or want to move to disciplinary action quickly. It's like, I just want to get rid of this person. Or you have a strong need to be right. Or you might manipulate the situation to make the other person look or feel bad. You might try and catch them out or make them wrong. Now, controlling is a state of fight, meaning your amygdala is in charge and this is not your best work. So you might find that you're a controller in some situations and an avoider in others. The important thing here is that neither style works very well. Both will get in the way of you achieving results. And remember our great manager's mantra, it's all about results and you can only achieve results through people.